What's Cooking Podcast. Me and Mike, That's Mikey right. Mula, businessmen. You know what we do. So, yeah. Welcome to the What's Cooking Podcast. My name is Fabrice. This is Michael. Mike, as I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And basically, our podcast is going to be a podcast that's going to be about mostly uh, financial literacy, business, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, somewhere down the line, we're going to start having guests on here where they're going to be able to showcase their businesses, mm-hmm. a lot of young entrepreneurs. And, you know, they're going to not just showcase what they have, but also... Bringing the talent to the forefront. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So, with that being said, we're just going to introduce ourselves for a little bit. And then, me and Mike, we got a couple topics we want to pick each other's brains about. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. So, basically, my name's Fabrice. I'm from Brooklyn originally. I live in Queens now. Um, 26, finance major. That's mm-hmm. kind of what got me to think about doing this podcast just because, you know, I went to business school and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've always been uh, pretty business-oriented. Mike? Yeah. Um, I'm Michael, Michael Kalawa, Michael Kalawale, uh, from Nigeria. I live in Queens, 23 years old. Um, I'm also known as the man of many things through reselling, marketing, entertainment. Um, nothing, you know, nothing too crazy. You know, um, like I majored in, um, well, I didn't know you majored in finance. That's actually yeah, yeah, different. A lot different. of people don't know that. <laughs> uh, I majored in, a, if that's the case, I majored in broadcasting and mass communication with a side of business and marketing. So double majored over here. And honestly, I'm all for like I'm um, bringing talent to the forefront of like I'm even wearing black business as we speak right that's now. What I'm so, actually. so you know, that's, that's that's what we do. Uh, slow and steady clothing. So we yeah. do. So I like my style is like I love wearing like new, unrecognizable people that you know that can be recognized. So, so yeah, that's that's basically me in a nutshell. Yeah. So basically, how this podcast started, it actually wasn't my idea. Mm. Uh, it was actually actually you know uh, my boy Shafiq. Mm-hmm. It was actually his idea to get a, a podcast started, but uh, everybody kind of flopped. Mm-hmm. And yeah, from there, I kind of just picked up the idea myself. Uh-huh. And uh, basically... Shout out to Feek, though. Yeah, shout, shout out to, to Feek. That's definitely my that's, guy. That's there. the homie right there. Yeah, for a fact. But uh, basically, I, I basically took the idea for myself, and I thought about just doing something different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one thing about New York City, at least New York City, mm-hmm. is that people always say New York people never support each other. And back to differ a little bit, just yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'll back to differ as well. I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty mm-hmm. supportive. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of people say in New York, you know, a lot of people they don't support each other, like Atlanta, Florida, stuff mm-hmm. like that, like states like those. So, uh, for me, I was thinking, well, if we're talking about support, let's do something supportive. Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, no shade to the music industry, but I feel like the music podcast and stuff like that, they're kind of too saturated where it's like everybody wants to interview the same rappers over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah. So I said, yeah. let's do something different. Let's do businesses. Yeah. Especially because a lot of these businesses are tied with, you know, a lot of the biggest stars in the music industry and mm-hmm. uh, just all media outlets all together. So that's kind of what got my idea to uh, start, get flo- you know, start flowing. And that's kind of where I got, you know, my inspiration from to mm-hmm. do it. And then, you know, reach out to Mike. Mm-hmm. Mike's uh, definitely somebody I know that has a huge network. Mm-hmm. So do I. So and I love I know, bringing love bringing people together too. So yeah, yeah. So I know us two coming together. We definitely have a lot of resources to have our advantage and a introducing lot of, the tag team champions of the world. Put the belts right here. Yeah, <laughs> about, the belts right here. Put the belts here, right here. You know? But um, yeah, that's basically how everything got started, and now we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, it took a while. A lot of people were pressing me about it. 
mm-hmm. asking me, when am I going to get started? When mm-hmm. am I going to get my interview? Mm-hmm. I said, I got you guys. Don't mm-hmm. worry. I got you. And now we're here. So, yeah, with that said, you know, I'm happy to work with Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, happy Super. to work with Walter as well. Shout out, Walter. Shout out, man. Shout out to right, Walter. Shout, shout out to the Brooklyn Podcast in the studio. Brooklyn is in the house. Not even going to yes, lie. Uh, yes, sir. Not uh. even going to lie. <laughs> and, yeah, so with that said, let's get started. So the first thing I did want to speak about is... You know, the main topic of this podcast, right? Entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, I would like to ask you, how do you feel uh, about entrepreneurship, specifically in New York City? I, I feel it's a, uh, it's a, what do you call this? It's a surplus of entrepreneurs in New York City. I feel like since it's been like that way since the pandemic, and it hasn't really stopped ever since. Um, I think it's a lot of, I personally think it's a lot of creative individuals. I also feel it's a lot of redundant individuals too, because people don't know how to differentiate themselves. But at the same time, it's all about, you have to know when to stand out and how to stand out. So I feel like a New York City, as far as entrepreneurs in New York City go, I feel like they got a lot of potential. But at the same time, it's like, we have to figure out, they're not, some of them are not recognized either. That's also what I feel. So I, I pretty much already told you guys, but I like my style is about bringing those people I feel that are talented to the forefront. You know, so um, like, well, right now this guy's from Philadelphia, but like, you know, I got a bag here, you know, distinct, distinct in the house and stuff like that. So that's he's from Brooklyn. And I feel like he's really, really, um, really, really talented and stuff like that. So I do feel as far as creators goes, um, as far as um People are doing like finance because, you know, everybody wants to talk about credit repair and houses and, you know, real estate and all that stuff. (laughs) There there are definitely a bunch of people that are doing it, but it's I feel as though just only like a really few stand out to me. So I just feel like that way for a long time. So, yeah, I really want to add on to that. Like it really is getting redundant in terms of like the business. I feel like. No shade to a lot of people because, again, get it how you get it, but it's mm-hmm. just like, it's too many businesses that's just too redundant to me. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I feel like, I'm not, I can't even say, I can't even like say anything specific because I don't want to, like I said, offend anybody. But I just feel like if you have the talent for it, do it. Because I feel like yeah. for some people, it's just that I'm so, interested in it, but mm-hmm. they don't really know how to go about it. And then when they dive into that industry, mm-hmm. they tend to fail quick and give up quick because. They didn't realize, mm-hmm. you know, this is all, like, that goes into it. It's not just... It's not just to say not you're just, You just do it, you know, yeah. get my LLC, and that's it. Vibes. Yeah. And, and I'm <laughs> but what, what they used to have, LLC, Facebook. <laughs> LLC, question mark, question mark, vibes. Like, yeah. it's, it's not like that, you feel yeah. me? And a lot of people don't understand it takes structuring, too. Like, it, it's, it's not about just saying you're an entrepreneur. Like, you actually have to have a plan. Like, you need a, a plan. You definitely do. <laughs> Like, because, I'm like, confused. just for example, let's just say clothing lines. There's a lot of clothing lines out yeah, there. Correct, correct. And for me personally, I like a lot of them. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. I, I rock I a lot of them. Like I, I said, you know, Lotto Universal, shout out them for this hat. I got to uh, Shout out to my hat. boy, Marcus. He made I got, this. I got to cop steady. that hat. I got to cop yeah. that hat. Yeah, like, I always, I always buy from, like, you know, brands that I already know. Mm-hmm. And I'm always open to buying from new brands as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're a new brand, like, at least to my eyes, like, I have to really, like, feel like, the like the the passion that you put into your work. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. That's like, a fact, yeah. like even this bag. I like this bag. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I like this bag a lot, and I feel like you know certain designs. Like for people, it's just like they just take. It's kind of like the meme, right? Like they say people just take like a picture of Goku wearing like a babe jersey and, or and just slap it on the and t-shirt. just slap it on the t-shirt. <laughs> And it's just like, this is not Valley Stream. This is not Kings <laughs> Plaza. You it's not Green Acres War. I tell <laughs> you that. Like, we're not doing that. But um, 
Yeah, it's just like when you see things like that, it's just like if it's that uh, easy, let yeah, me just go ahead and do it. Yeah, that's but funny. But even yeah. then, it's just like you personally know yourself. Well, I'm not mm-hmm. really a clothing line guy, so mm-hmm. it's like. I know. Really and really. a lot of people don't really like to pay for convenience, too. Like, if you don't really specialize in something, it's okay to, like, get a team, get a, a member that specializes in that. That's mm-hmm. that's also my opinion. Yeah, like, I feel like opinion. you could really tell who really, like, puts their time and effort into, mm-hmm. like, what they do. Like I said, except this no, no, guy. <laughs> no, uh, for example, like, with clothing lines, like I said, mm-hmm. um, I feel like you really have to have that passion to really know, like, what it is that you want to do. Like, how to improvise, how to... Uh, uh, just like yeah, I say improvision for sure because mm. I feel like you know eventually some people like are gonna get bored of what they're yeah. doing. They want to do something else, mm-hmm. right? Or not, or not even just like what they're doing. Like let's just say they if they do strictly t-shirts, they get bored of t-shirts. Want to mm-hmm. do hats, go by the season, right? Go by the season, yeah, yeah, by the season stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But also too like the design too. Like you know might have a like a certain logo like that's like very. Mm. Um, Notable to everybody, but it's like somewhere down the line you want to switch it up, do something different with it. And I feel like that's where you really see who's really creative and who's yeah, really yeah, about the business I as agree. opposed to everybody else. Because like agree. like you said, the guys who just slap an image on a t shirt, mm-hmm. those guys they just be like, oh, you I'm not doing that. Do that online. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm mm-hmm. just you know. But the people that really take time, they really sketch, mm-hmm. they really understand their craft and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys who always come out and, on top. And another and thing, so to, just nice. to even add on to your point, a lot of people can't take criticism too. Like, um, <laughs> and that's going to be the biggest, I feel like that's another thing that's killing um, entrepreneurs. It's everywhere too, but if we're focusing on New York City, I'm literally on raw reviews like three times, all positive reviews, and I see other businesses on there, and it's like, when I when I see how they respond to criticism, it's just like, you ain't even have to respond like that, man. Like, just... Just take it on, like, just take it on the chin. Sometimes people do be dragging it, but at the same time, you also want to leave, um, you know what they say, like, you have, like, a 50 seconds in the elevator to make a pitch. So you have a certain number of, win- a certain time window to let people know, like, okay, somebody said something bad about my business. How am I going to respond? And people, no matter what you can say, people are looking how you respond to certain things. That's true. And if you don't think people are looking, I I'm, I'm best believe somebody lied to you because they are really, 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 really looking. <sighs> I have to get that off my chest because I've been seeing a lot of business, a lot of Creative people, a lot of like business minded people just go down because they don't know how to deal with criticism. And I'm just like, no, it's it's funny how you brought up raw reviews because I'm not gonna lie, I feel like a lot of people are gonna look at us and think we're similar to raw reviews. Yeah, but it's not, I mean, we're different. Like, yeah, it's not that. Can't really say how just yet, but Mm -hmm. you'll see the difference. They have their own raw reviews, though. Yeah, they have their own target, you know. So, yeah, so it's that. Uh, For me personally, I feel like when it comes to a lot of entrepreneurs these days, too. Mm Uh, there's a lot of competitiveness yeah, in yeah. terms of... But when it I say is. competitiveness, I mean it in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. people don't just congratulate each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people still shade pe- each other Yeah. and stuff like that. Try, try to kill one brand to, to highlight another. Yeah. That's a... that's a, And they do it sometimes. It, sometimes it's direct. Most of the time, though, it's just in subs. And I'd be... See, you, you, if you're really in tune, you see it. You You really do see it, though, so... I really feel like, and it sometimes it even starts with like, um, they sometimes get mad because you model this brand, why can't you come model mine? And then they feel away when you're not doing that at a, at a certain time window. And it's like, damn, like, oh, excuse me, like, dang, like, it's like, what do you, what do you, what do you get mad at me for? Like, I'm just a, a consumer. And like, they even get mad at the consumer for not picking their brand over somebody else, which I think it's almost, it's, 
mental asylum help. That's just my thing. That's just my thing now. So. Yeah, because I feel like for some people too, it's just like, even if it's not like something shady, mm-hmm. they still do something that I feel like could be taken in that way. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll notice some people might copy other people yeah. and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll just like mm-hmm. throw a little twist to it mm-hmm. and then subliminally say, you know, my brand is better mm-hmm. because they have that one extra factor added into the uh-huh. product or service or whatever it is. Yo, have you ever have you ever been on a um I don't know if you ever seen it, but like um there was one time I seen a post on Facebook and it was somebody highlighting somebody's brand and somebody came under the status and basically was insinuating that uh that's cool and all but like my brand is like, you know, the brand to have and stuff i was just like that's there's a time and a place for everything because you know mm-hmm. when viral statuses go everybody's dropping their facebook link their youtube link their music link their, their whatever link or whatever and i understand that because it's viral but first of all this is what happens not everybody does see that that's one people are just scrolling to find entertainment comments that's mm-hmm. one two when you do see that especially when it's people that you know it's kind of like like bro there, there's a time you can put them a, to the side yeah like right. there's a time and a place for everything man so I don't really, I don't really personally don't like that, but I really don't take it personal because, like I said, they're just trying to push their brand out. Because it's like um, when somebody's harassing you to go listen to my mixtape, listen to my mixtape, and it's just <laughs> like at your window, your car window, or even sometimes on the train, showtime, you know. Sometimes it's fire. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's fire. So that's the thing, though. At least I'm open to yeah, actually like checking out whatever it is like yeah, for example a mixtape if somebody gives me a mixtape i'm actually gonna listen to it yeah i'm actually listen to it yeah i might look at you crazy but i'm actually gonna be like you know what i'm gonna bump this <laughs> if it's fire best believe you'll see me follow you on instagram yeah. right after but yeah when am i yeah, like, <laughs> when somebody dropped their music link surprisingly it was actually fire the other two times though i was like nah bro this this, this is not it but i gave them criticism though so i was like i feel like the flow was off the 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 melody was just off i wasn't really feeling it and he just took it like that so yeah, the topic of music. First of all, music is is an uh, entrepreneurial industry. Yeah, it is. It is. So a lot of artists got to understand, like, you're a business person, mm-hmm. you know, so you got to move like one. But on the topic of music, I was going to say, too, but uh, when it comes to crit- criticism, I feel like sometimes, like, you do have to be honest with people. Yeah, you do. You, you do. do. You do. You don't have to be super brutally honest, but just let... Th- I feel like if you're going to be honest, let them know how they can improve. That's just... Another thing, that's what I personally do. Like, I always say, if I don't like something, how it could be better. But that's also my perspective, because what's fired to me is also not fired to somebody else. So they have to take that how they want to take that, personally. Yeah, and I feel like when you're receiving criticism, even not, not even just with music, but just in any industry, I feel like, you know, you do have to be real with yourself. Yeah, and you actually do. listen you do. to, like, what's being said. <laughs> listen. You know, because I feel like a lot of people, they get defensive, or they yeah. say, well, you know you're not my target audience or something like people get defensive like 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 they get mad like mad like not even defense they get mad like they get angry about it Mm -hmm. rather than just understand they just you know Mm -hmm. i feel like it's 2022 and you you gotta have so many brands go up you gotta have an unbiased opinion something like i'm gonna be honest you gotta have you have to have two two three types of opinions you have to have your you know supportive opinion you know you know you gotta have supporters you have to also have that like people that might not like it opinion because you can you want to be better regardless like like you all you constantly have to be better than you were yesterday that's literally one of the models i go by like every single day and you have to have an unbiased opinion all the time because that like it's like a median 
um, a, a positive and a negative. Like I like have to have at least three of those. So if they all and if the negative ends up being positive and unbiased, like it's like okay, this is cool, and a positive is positive, and, and all of them three matches, we straight, we we live, we 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 going viral. You know that's 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 my uh, mo on that one, but. It's not a lot of people. That's how you feeling? It's yeah. <laughs> not a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, the one thing that I would just say, though, that I really don't like are the, are the gurus. The gurus? Oh. Yeah, because I feel like if you reach a point of success, <sighs> just just keep it going. Oh, I feel like man. a lot of people, like I said, to backtrack back to the whole shade part, I feel like a lot of people, like they might not directly oh, God, uh, target other people shot. to be shade towards you, but they'll try to like pull the guru card where it's just like, yeah, yeah. I'm the goat, nobody else is better than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people <laughs> fall for these for these gurus, man. And a lot of these gurus, don't get me wrong, they're successful. Yeah. But some of them are successful because of like basically their guru persona. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like for example, there'll be people that might look rich, you support them because they seem successful and whatnot. Seem. Seem. Right? Do the, yeah, you got to do those. But now they actually become rich because yeah. you went and supported them. You went and supported them, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, let's just say somebody... You bought into the image. Yeah, like, you let's just say somebody's selling, like, a course. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you're going to buy the course because you see the results that mm-hmm. this person's supposedly done, right? You buy the course, and now all of a sudden, now you see this person doing even more. Yeah. In terms of, like, what they have because you know everybody's flashing and stuff like that yeah uh-huh. so you know it's, it's a it's a it's a inside joke that I have with my friends where basically this guy would uh he posted a tweet and he was saying like because you know you know i'm a i'm a actual trader like a stock trader and stuff mm, like that mm. and he was saying you like, do actually know how to trade that i know that's true that i know kind of shady there <laughs> but um yeah so basically the joke was you know, you're not a, a certified trader unless you have like a Lambo or McLaren. I'm crying. And <laughs> you really rhyme. You really rhyme with that. That's he, crazy. You know, he said that it stuck with me because that's that's true. Because a lot of these dudes like they sell you like courses that literally don't teach you anything. Like, dreams. They teach. They teach you like the. Alphabets. The word is dreams. They, they teach you they motivation teach you, in the alphabet. They teach you the alphabets of like the topic. Like not even just trading, but just oh. any industry. They teach you the the. the the alphabet to it and they don't teach you anything else and it's like you know but because they showed you this fancy car you went and bought that thousand dollar course listen, and listen. now i say like this <laughs> if they wanted to sell me dreams i would go on bed i would go to the store bed bath and beyond and lay in that bed and dream about taking this bed from bed bath and beyond because that's crazy and I, and me experiencing it firsthand even like even like dealing with it firsthand i'm just like i, I was like because i was one of the only ones who actually did it like his part like i gave mm. people what they paid for and and being a part of that, oh, that that's really annoying so like hearing people talk about it like i always say hearing people talk about it is one way to pick up and then being a part of your own experience is another mm-hmm. and i i literally couldn't believe it i was like wow we really just made you richer and you didn't do that's literally anything because that, that's exactly what i was gonna say because now <laughs> you know you have like 300 people buy that thousand dollar course yeah and now oh, they go out and they get a real lambo like no renties, no, no nothing, no renties. Times, <laughs> you know, and now it's just like that's like, a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. Like three hundred thousand dollar car, you know. So it's just like, Hold on, let me do that on my calculator. A thousand people and three hundred dollars. No, a thousand dollars, three hundred people. Yeah, hold on, a thousand dollars times three hundred. Oh wow, that's, that's where you put the Jeopardy music in. <laughs> 
that's that's the that's that's three hundred thousand. That's what's up. That's come that's on, a man. Third. I'm a math a guy. Always been. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, I mean, so that's really how I feel about like mm-hmm. there's a lot of entrepreneurs in New York. There's a lot of shade. There's a lot of uh-huh. negativity. I feel like we just gotta be more peaceful with each other and mm-hmm. not even just peaceful just mind our business bro like, it's, it's a it's a lot of money out for everyone like people always so. say it, if you're getting a bag why are you concerned about other people yeah. like, mm-hmm. why are you concerned about other people's bag like, i get you know you want to deal with your competition mm-hmm. but still like but since there's other ways to move around that but if i have to ask you a question this is actually a question i actually wanted to bring up um since we're on a topic on image though i how much you think image plays a part into somebody's brand i feel like i feel like we just spoke on that yeah, I feel like, like it's a big flashy. part, though, mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, all right, it's funny because I, I actually did want to ask you yeah. something so, like that something similar, similar to it. Yeah. So basically, I was going to ask you um, about MLM businesses mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. a lot of people have this, this notion that if I'm in a MLM, that I'm a business owner, mm-hmm. right? And... You were asking me about image, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people in MLMs that I know. I know yeah. them personally. Yeah, you know that, personally. You know, yeah. they, they, they fraud. They fraud their yeah, way to the top. Fraud their way. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you can't knock it because at the end of the day, you know, congrats to you. You mm-hmm. got your riches. It's just mm-hmm. ethically, it's like you could knock it. Like rappers do it. Them, so like, rappers do it. Rappers do that stuff. <laughs> rappers definitely do that stuff too. But it's just like, you know, for me personally, with the MLM experience, it's just like, I feel like image definitely goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Because uh, despite the fact that, you know, people are doing crooked stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. they still got a lot of people to believe. Yeah, yeah. They even got me to believe at one point. Yeah. That's why I was there. But um, It's the psychology on in humans, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely the image. I feel like a lot of people don't really work on their marketing. Yes, And correct. their image mm-hmm. to the point that it hinders, like, their potential at what their business could become. Yeah, it could become, yeah, I agree. And a lot of people just feel like it's just supposed to be easy, like... Like I said L- earlier, LLC, question mark, question mark, vibes. Like, mm-hmm. it's success. Like, success, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just feel like that's something that it, it's definitely the the biggest part. And I definitely see it mostly with rappers, <laughs> for sure. Because you'll see the elevation. Like, you'll see, you know, like, we're from Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll see people wearing, like, the same stuff. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. I, I Heart NYC t-shirts mm-hmm. or, like, you know, uh or just any brand that says, you know, Brooklyn or mm-hmm. this borough or that borough. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, I know there's, like, those are pretty popular now. Right. So, like, I, so no disrespect to anybody that has any designs like that. I'm just saying. But as they elevate, you start seeing them come out with, like, the high-end brands. You start yeah, seeing correct. the Dior. You start seeing the Gucci. You start seeing the Louis Vuittons. You start Prada. seeing stuff like that. Proud of and, him. Are you proud of him? <laughs> and like I was saying, it kind of... It, it kind of it, well it definitely does help your image because mm-hmm. I feel like now people see you as a superstar, mm-hmm. especially if they know you personally and they see you all the time, like mm-hmm. not just on Instagram but in real life. You know, yeah. wearing all these things, uh. the jewelry stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people start to really become more, I guess you could say, proud of you yeah. because they feel like you know you're you're on the way to success, even yeah. if you're not necessarily successful in the moment. You're yeah. still on the verge because look at what you're doing compared to. Where you mm-hmm. were six months, a year, two years yeah. ago. Like you know, I, so. and, and, and how I always felt about images, um, it's always been a torn subject because, like, like I always said, like my style is about if I'm not, if it's not really from like my people, I really don't want to get it. But I also know that, like, if you notice when everybody drops like a happy birthday post, you know that's gonna go crazy, like mm-hmm. in likes and everything. Or when somebody gets like the latest new suit or you know something like that, it's gonna go crazy. And 
and I get that. It's just my thing is though, I feel like authenticity, I struggle saying that word. So authenticity and transparency lives forever. Like I've always been a guy that I know how to get flashy. I just don't like to do it all the time. That's really, I don't see the purpose of that, mm -hmm. especially when I don't really have any real reason to get flashy besides myself or going to an event. But I also caught on that um, you kind of, when you do look good, you feel good and everything else like, you know, comes into play with that because now like i dressed up on my birthday i did like four outfits and everything like that four outfits is i was just like i was like wow like i really feel yeah i did i really felt i really felt like this is the michael of the old because before i was a businessman i was a, like a, a a model and a, a a creator in my own right so i always like looked for style influences and stuff like that and um but still at the same time i never not once like like assassinated who I really was, you know, in doing it because I really don't get like how could you have a an outfit that is like a million dollars or even though that's not like realistic a little bit, but just an outfit that's so much money and then it's like it doesn't really reflect anything else you know i don't understand that and somebody some people tell me to like oh you got to get like a stylist or whatever and i feel like i dress pretty okay in my own right not like I I my you own horn. you post that before yeah and it's like i dress like, like i said like i i know how to rock for the occasion and stuff like that and at the same time people say you know you look great so it's all about perspective but at the same time it's just like how much are we going to let image really believe like okay because he's wearing a chain he has to be he has to make him out of this money and mind you I, even like i think i was in junior year no not junior year sophomore year in college i literally stopped wearing chains because i was like i'm not where i want to be mm -hmm. i literally said i took it off i sold it at the pawn shop and i got back the money back but you know now it's just like, now I just started to get into like accessories and I'm wearing watches. Like Ric Flair said, styling, profiling, headline, and son of a gun. Like I actually believe that stuff I mean, now again. Ric Flair's robes go crazy. Yeah, ro uh, yeah Rolex ran, yeah, diamond. <laughs> no, no, I said his robe. His robe? Yeah, his yeah, robes. His yeah, robe. his robes is fire. His robes is fire. I want his Rolly though. If I ever seen him, I want his Rolly. <laughs> oh, he has like a custom Rolly? Yeah, he has a custom Rolly. Plain Jane or? I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out who it is. <laughs> Wait, you seen it? Nah, I've just seen it. Oh, like, whenever okay. I see him in person, whenever I see him in person, I'm just going to ask, I need that watch, man. <laughs> you got like a billion of them, so I need that watch. It's not going to hurt you. Yeah, all I know is me, man. I could be a millionaire tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to dress like the, the, like the typical dad. Mm -hmm. Nike sweatsuits, the dad hats. You see how J. Kobe dressing, bro? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Like, it's not even that. Jay like, Cole it's not that I have anything against it. it. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like everything looks kind of baggy on him yeah maybe it's because he's like super skinny but still like he's trying to bring back soldier boy 2007 vibes. that's what it looks like yeah hurricane chris hurricane chris heavy on hurricane <laughs> chris <laughs> but um yeah no that's that's how that's kind of how i feel like mm -hmm. i'll be real with you like i do have my own design stuff still but mm -hmm. i feel like i know you do this guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't put me up last time but yeah. no i feel like for me it's just like it's really just the quality of like quality M. And that's kind of what I was saying mm -hmm. earlier. Like, even with just like people with their own clothing lines, how they just like slap something on, yeah. you know, cheap material. It's like, I don't, first of all, I don't like all design stuff. Like, I feel like there, there's agreed. a lot of desi designs out there that are pretty ugly. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And I feel like there are a lot of designs that are pretty fire. Mm -hmm. And it could be by the same brand. Mm -hmm. It's just, I like this, I don't like that. But um, for me personally, it's more so just like the material too. I like the material. <laughs> mm hmm. And I feel like, you know, when people say stuff like, oh, 
you know, people waste their money on this, people waste their money on that. That's true, but it's just like, at the same time, there's some people who really like are into fashion for designs, materials, stuff mm-hmm. like that. They're not mm-hmm. just buying it because they want to be down and they're wasting like money mm-hmm. or something like that. Like I know for sure, you know, like I said, if I could be a millionaire tomorrow, I'm gonna dress like a dad, but I'm still gonna have like some stuff stashed yeah, in there. Some stuff stashed, yeah. And it's gonna be fine, like quality. Like you're gonna touch my shirt, you'll be like, oh, is this is this mm-hmm. silk? Like mm-hmm. you know, like stuff like that. But that's that's really it. Like I'm, I'm pretty simplistic as yeah. is. You know that saying? I do like always, to enjoy myself. You, you ever heard that saying? It's always the people that 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 you don't think has money or something like that, something along those lines or whatever. And I was like, I think I do agree with it most of the time, but sometimes I'm like, sometimes it's not true because it's just like sometimes people who do flash, they do actually can back it up. Like that I do know. From seeing it firsthand, like one of my friends is a millionaire. I was like, wow, like you really, he he gets flashy from here and there, but he gets, I would say like 65% of the time he's flashy. So he can really back it up. He can show you a million dollars in his account tomorrow. He can sh- I'm like, wow, like, and that's. I'm not saying that's where I want to be, but like, I literally like stuff like that when it's truthful, it's transparent, like mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it's yeah. funny too because I was. I could say the same about myself. Like, I know mm-hmm. people that hit six, seven figures, mm-hmm. and multiple six and seven, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, they're not. They're not like that at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing they like are their cars. I say that. Yeah, their yeah. cars and their crib, but. Yeah, it's like materialism, like stuff that don't really matter like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to say so much on that. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I was actually going to ask you, too. Like, I know you personally have, like, your own business. Yeah, correct. Right. So, well, first of all, tell us more about that for the people that don't know. All right. So basically, I'm a reseller. So um, that's my main business. It's also, it's also like, has side things like marketing and um, entertainment and everything like that because I get paid to entertain and just market other people and stuff like that. But the main thing, the main thing I've been most mostly focusing on for like the since I was like a couple years now is reselling, and I've practically resold every everything you can possibly think of from um, regular earphones to hair. I even sold the car before. Um, I mostly sell like obviously. I really just focus on the electronics side of things because I always feel like electronics. Everybody wants electronics, and I just started to get into sneakers, and I recently got invited to Got Soul in August and stuff like a sneaker. Com- it's like the Super Bowl of sneakers. Yeah, I saw you post so, that fly. I sent it to yeah, my friend because so he's into that. It was really really cool, and um, I just I really got big off of selling electronics because. People was like, it's, but it was how I did it though. It was like, oh, he's a personality. He has, you know, good customer service. And I was just infusing like my playful, bubbly self, you know, in it. And um, I just always loved, re- I feel like everything is practically reselling. Like, you know, if you think about it, you learn knowledge and it gets resold back to you because you have to apply it, you yeah, know. So everything is practically reselling. So I always thought that if you mastered the basics of reselling, you could basically turn it into something. So I just started to work my way up and everything. So I've been doing reselling for like, I want to say since I was like 15, but I didn't really take it really, really branded ac- accordingly the way I should have until like 19. Cause that's when I went public with it, with the uh, Apple partnership and everything. So you said 15, 15, yeah, 15 yeah. years old. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. So now I have a two part question for you. So yeah. I was basically going to ask you, how did, the pandemic effect, like everything that you had going. So actually, um, it went. So it it went two routes. So at first, at first, at first, it was I was actually slightly panicking because I was like, okay, so because pandemic, people are losing jobs. 
how can people afford to pay my stuff? And then it also um, made sh- shockingly kind of made the price increase a little bit because of like it was a shortage and everything. But then when I got called um, that, um, yeah, you could you could we could work whatever prices you want. And then they said people were getting unemployment. I was just like, I just put, I, I say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> You're saying I could include whatever prices, and then I, and then I was doing like a percentage off. I, I remember I gave somebody like thirty percent off, fifty percent off, and I was like, what the heck is going on here? And because you want to stay in profit, you always want to stay in profit. That's and I learned this a little bit late, but I didn't realize I was taking some of those like tactics back then. So at first it was like. It was kind of bad. Like, I would say no more than, like, three weeks. And then after I put my plan in play, that's how I recommend people to have a plan. Oh, the moment I knew they was giving out 600 a week, I was like, yeah, we're going to market this accordingly. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to market this accordingly. <laughs> Stimmy Turner had some gifts and, to get. <laughs> and it literally, I literally went from, I was earning, like, I earned, at this time, I was like, but pandemic was what, over a little bit over two years ago? Uh, 20, March 2020. Yeah, 2020. So March I'm 23 now. I was, I think I was 20. Yeah, 2021 20, around that time. And I, I by, by this time, I already made over like six, like by now. But I had a, this, remember, this is like the year that I just came off of just finally starting to brand it. So mm. after that, I really started to use Excel to track everything. And I literally, I think it was in, I think June, I think June of 2020, that's when I became. Like, I made over, like, six figures. Like, I literally could document that. Like, document that completely. I sold over, like, uh, 100 MacBooks. And if you do the math, 100 MacBooks, uh, average MacBook is a 1000 a thousand. Right. That's a lot of money. 100 MacBooks. And you're not even thinking, you're mm-hmm. not even talking about the AirPods mm-hmm. beyond. So, that was when I, like, I knew everything was up, like, back then and everything like that. I just wish, though, I kind of, like, regret something. I wish... I really regret not learning something else at that time for reselling because electronics yeah. was just a big focus. Yeah, I was just say the Apple's still giving free beats though. Yeah, free. You got, yeah. you got. And it was though. hard to. Com- <laughs> no, it's really. I, I swear way, to God, man. it's so hard to, to compete that. with that summer that summer discount thing they doing. Everybody was taking those. Headphones yeah, for literally. Sure. And I w- I'm not <laughs> even gonna lie. I was even taking advantage of that because when um when Apple literally ran out of it, I would just like go back, make many different accounts and just run it up with the discount and everything like that and then resell it back to people. I thought it was a genius idea. Free game, by the way. So uh, um, it was cool. Like, I really, I, ben- I feel like I benefited off, off a lot and I kept, I still benefit now because um, remember, now we're dealing with the after effects of the pandemic, but it's starting That's, to slow down. That was down. part two of the question. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's starting to slow down, but at the same time, it's still constant because I learned how to wholesale and mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing that's why i wish i learned that earlier i wish i learned that in 2020 mm-hmm. once i learned how to wholesale electronics oh, i'm in profit every time so so it's cool would you say like the pandemic and the current inflation that we're going through would you say that those two factors impacted uh your supply chain like would you say your like it affected your inventory not just your inventory but also like for example like uh, just the consumer effect. Like, did you mm. end up having surpluses, or were you selling more? Um, or are you so selling more, I say. it was. So I could give. You, I can answer this truthfully. So from, I'm gonna stay. Let's start from January, January of this year, all the way back down to like, uh, let's say June, June of last year. The surplus was amazing. Okay. Surplus was amazing. Suppliers hitting me up left and right, left and right. My favorite Apple supplier hitting me up left and right. And then we was getting the product out easily, easily, easily. Anything from February, that's when I knew that I was kind of in trouble because once like, um, 
and this is when inflation was like it wasn't big, but I knew like I just can see things coming sometimes before it happens. And once my he just left the partnership or whatever, I realized the lack of Apple supplies is going to start happening. And then I can't really like, you know, fund anything. So then I like PS5, PlayStation 5s are still hot right now. So I was relying on that for a little bit. And then I realized that I had to learn something else, which was, you know, sneakers and everything like that. And I was going to learn it with or without someone I won't name's help regardless. You know, some because um, I really have I have a note, a notebook of things i want to learn about like certain things so um yeah it was just like i experienced a lot of if it's surplus it's shortages i experienced a lot of like shortages but then i have a phone like i have another phone dedicated to business and everything like that mm-hmm. so i literally have 500 messages of suppliers hitting yes, me back up phone. He said, yeah, this chat phone right here 500 yeah, messages of suppliers it. hitting me back <laughs> hitting me up and um that's when I realized wholesale is um, the biggest thing. I feel like if you can't learn anything else, learn how to wholesale anything because wholesale will, I swear to God, I was making more money wholesaling for like four months straight. Like there was a time I wasn't seeing no, like, cause you make more selling it privately. Like if you sell your car privately, you'll make more selling your car privately to selling it to a dealership. Mm-hmm. So if you make, if you make more selling electronics privately than wholesaling it like that, it's the same thing. So, there was a time I literally wasn't seeing no sales. I mean, like I was having zero dollar weeks. I went from having a thousand dollar day, thousand dollar weeks. I even had a fifty thousand week, mm-hmm. literally. And it's like, dang, I'm not seeing that no more. And I was really like panicking, like, what am I gonna do? And then, then when I started to take wholesale seriously, I was making literally at on at the very least like a hundred dollars a day. And then I end up with the week. I was able to pay off my my credit card limits. It was like five k. One one credit card limit was five k. Another one was like another five k. If the fact that I'm able to pay my pay off my credit card limit without even thinking about it, I even put it on auto pay. That's how much I wasn't worried about it because of wholesale and everything. But now it's just um, it's everything starting. It was calm. It's, it cooled down for a little bit, and now I'm getting right back into it because, you know. I, I didn't realize having a car was a big part of it until mm. like and I I totaled mine. So <laughs> stay away from hitting deer on the road. Stay away from that. Yeah, that story so, was crazy when he told me that. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I still can't believe a deer hit my I still can't believe that. He just stood there looking stupid. Like he just and then I'm hitting it. I'm like, bro, like get out the way. This is not no Mario Kart, man. Get That's out it. the way. God bless that you're safe in here, bro. Yeah. That's all I could say, man. God bless for another day. Uh, I'm glad you actually asked that question because I literally, um, like, I was honest with somebody recently about it. Like, um, they're like, "Are you seeing a lot of sales?" I'm like, "I am. Uh, I'm no. I, I I should be seeing more, but I'm not seeing as a lot as I should. But it's still somewhat constant enough because, like I said, when you learn a skill, like you want to learn something that pays you forever. You know, even if you don't make a lot of money, you can at least make some money. You know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's still cool." Yeah, I was gonna ask, is is drop shipping uh drop shipping similar to that or like what's um, the difference between I, I, I never would, I never got into You, you know what's with so what crazy? Um I've talked about it with my uh friend, shout out to uh Waze, by the way, uh boss a uh, business boss's academy and everything. And um we would talk about doing a drop shipping uh, business together and stuff like that. And um drop shipping is similar, but I'm more of hands on. Dropshipping is not hands-on. That's like online. Like online, you know, and um, I I love dropshipping. The problem is you also, like I said, the the keys I always tell people when you want to start something new, take that time to research what it actually is Mm -hmm. because you need to know what you're selling, how you're selling it, what vendor, 
and your target audience. Like I learned like the whole the whole PlayStation market in one month, and I never owned a Sony in my entire life. I'm a Nintendo guy, so yeah. So that's literally what it is. I learned mm-hmm. how to like market branded accordingly, whether it's PlayStation, even a car, how to sell my um a car. I literally learned about that in one month. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I didn't learn everything. I just learned the basics, and I went off that. You know, so it's just um. Um, drop shipping is cool. I would get into it though, but you just have to know what you're doing. I sound cliche saying it, but it really is. It's something that I haven't even cracked yet myself because I need to know exactly what I'm going to offer and whether I'm not, I'm going to offer either the same things or just add-ons, which I believe I also, I also say this to, um, learn about, you know how they say sex sells, controversy sells, and everything like that. Like one of my friends does a drop shipping with sex toys, and I really thought it was super hilarious because I had the whole Mike at Night thing going on and everything. I know. Yeah, we'll cut that. Part. Yeah, we'll cut. <laughs> yeah. But if you know, you know. That's yeah, if you it. know, you know. And um, but he really made a business. I really thought it was. I didn't. I didn't. You know what things you don't think about. People do, and you're they're making like a killing off. He was selling hair too, women hair, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I wanted always. I always wanted to sell women hair. So he does drop shipping with that. I'm like, wow, that is really smart. Smart. Like that's really yeah, that's smart, you know? So um cuz like women are a great audience to if you know how to sell Drake Drake taught I forget what Drake said in an interview. He was like, once you know how to like advertise to the woman, the once the woman buy, then the men buy after. I mean, that's kind of how like a lot of industries go. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of people say, you know, if you make a song for the ladies, yeah. they go play it in the club. You got to show that the girls like Yeah. Everybody's gonna watch it. Everybody's gonna watch it. Yeah. So that's I no more forty dollar jokes out of me. <laughs> no more forty dollar <laughs> jokes out of me. Women are really uh really precious to me. So yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. So there was this one post um that I seen and I shared the post too. What is it? And it was it was about uh black owned businesses. Ah, here we go. And <laughs> And it, no, uh, it's funny because everybody was telling me to bring this up on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go to my post right now, you're going to see people mm-hmm. in the comments tell me to bring it up. Mm-hmm. So the post was about just, you know, how we tend to have this stigma of support has to just be given to us because we're like the minority and it's like yeah. it's not easy for us to, yeah. you know, get support off mm-hmm. rip. So it's like anybody that we have, like friends, family are just supposed to support us off rip. Right. And uh, with that comes the prices. Mm-hmm. And it was a post where it was saying, you know, average price of this costs this, but then, mm-hmm. you know, B.O.B. is selling it for this much. The average price of this service costs this, and mm-hmm. then they're doing it for this much. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about it? I'm not going to lie. I kind of, I kind of like, dropped the mic with like under my comments and stuff i feel like everybody just like saw my comment like damn mm-hmm. can't compete with that but i just want to know what you what so you like how that? like how black businesses price their certain things because of like support and everything yeah compared to like other corporations and stuff like that yeah all right so basically from um being in uh in a, the business like regarding stuff like that i have two opinions i have two sides to take on this but i'm going to give you the side i really take more mm-hmm. right um you always want to price your things just enough that you make profit but you also want to you know gain the exposure mm-hmm. to get back that money more so i always recommend not overcharging 
mm. ever. And I'll tell you why. Because if you don't have your name in this, if you have you don't even if you don't even have your foot in the field that you're going to, why would you expect people to buy a lot into you when you don't have anything backing like none of that you know mm -hmm. because 100%. and i always said this when you win the people over the people will bring you back that investment twice and more i've literally mm -hmm. like i didn't even gave it a credit like this is when airpods was like first hot i never overcharged on i gave airpods for 75 to 100 that's a steal i mean how, how much did they cost back then because i, I don't, 170 dollars and you were selling them for 75, 75 to 100 just to get oh, i sold them for five okay. people for that, for that price. Mm. If you missed it, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, then, and I got it for obviously cheaper, but and at the time I, I didn't really make money of off that. I'm more of a skull candy guy. Yeah, <laughs> skull candy. Yo, that, those go hard. Was, so. Since high school, like the NBA headphones. Like, yeah, I, I remember. Them, I remember. Them, yeah. G, G Shock, skull candy era, all of that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I agree that. Yes, prices can be too much, but you also have to think about they're just starting to get their feet wet. So you can't I think it's I just think it's unfair to compare people to big uh, uh, uh what do you call it? A sole proprietor to a big corporation. That doesn't make any sense. That, that was honestly my argument. too. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. And then on top of that. Nine times out of the ten people are doing it. They found them first. We didn't come to you. You you came to us. You, what do you mean by that? Like they, we didn't seek you out. Like for like the business, did a business. Okay. We didn't seek you out. You sought us out because you mm -hmm. want you know you want a certain product for a certain price or whatever. You sought us out. Granted, I do agree. You should pay for quality. Exactly. You should always pay for no matter what era we're in. I always say you should pay for quality. So how I would go about this is like I had a customer who said, "Oh, what's the difference of getting it from you at Best Buy?" No, you or Best Buy. And I said, I gave them my, I gave them my interpretation. You go to Best Buy, you know, and they'll give you this, they'll give you that. You know, you have the store warranty, whatever that. I offer not only warranty, and I offer, I offer percentages off to your towards your next order. Last time I checked, Best Buy isn't doing that. Just saying. I also come to you. You also have to go to the store. You might have to pay for gas. You might have to pay for Uber. You know, all these things. And I'm just giving you my value. Mm -hmm. I'll come to you and I'll throw percentages off your next order. And if I need to refund you, I would. It's really simple. The difference is between me and those corporations is just that, you know, you, they can offer more, but that's if you feel if that's aligned, aligns with what you do. Because sometimes people just pay for convenience and I literally brand off value and convenience. So I do agree that um, some black businesses do be overcharging, but the, because I'm in that business, I understand. You also understand. Yeah. I also understand. That's why I noticed that if the, I always just tell people, if the price doesn't work for you, just move on. Just as the consumer, just move on. Because I'm a consumer mm -hmm. too. I might be an owner, but I'm a consumer too. So just move on. It's not. It's really not the end of the world. You're not gonna. Oh, you're gonna not gonna raise hell and be like, oh my god, I think this price is too much, and you think yeah, I, I think this price should be lowered. Okay, so. Yeah, not to cut you off. I just feel like, like you said, just move on. Like just I feel like there's on. no need to like bash somebody bash over their somebody. prices. Like even if you, like even if I disagree, it's just like okay, yeah, I'm yeah. just not gonna buy it. Some stuff, move on. some stuff, you know? and I, even just to even just to even make this a little bit more real too. Some stuff I brought, I know they weren't worth the price. Only because I probably know how much it's probably made for. But I, I believe, like I said, I'm believing. Um, I have this new saying: buying black all year, every year. And if I like it and I see myself wearing it, it's no different than me paying like $500 on a pair of freaking Yeezys or something mm -hmm. like that. Mind you, I'm not going to do that. But it really depends on if I really see myself wearing it a lot and stuff like that and going from there. And if I can do that, I could do the same for black businesses too. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a deal. And some of the stuff I get from black businesses end up lasting way more than what I'm getting it from the corporation. Mm-hmm. So I have, like, I can speak from an aspect of I have no issue paying some of their prices. I just know when I'm, I know my drawback. I know my, like, okay, you're, you're kind of dragging it with that one. And, but I don't, I don't tell them that. I just be like, you know what? I appreciate you giving me that information. And unfortunately, I won't be buying at this time. And if you have something else, you know, we, we can talk. And that's it. Really simple, straight down to earth. And it doesn't come off as hating, too. Because sometimes when they talk to us, like as an owner, when we talk to you, we know pro- sometimes I, I, it's, it's kind of it's messed up a little bit. Some owners know that they know this person doesn't have money. And I'm just like, in my head, so why are you, in my head, if that's the case, then why are you branding to them? But, you know, mm-hmm. teach his own. Teach his own. Yeah, I mean, you hit most of what I said on the nail. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me personally, I just feel like, it's more so just about growth. Yeah. Like, I hate when people say stuff like, you know, you own my, my T-shirt or my hat. Yeah. Like, you'll buy from, like, Gucci or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I feel like, like bro, do you know how long they've been around? Like, yeah. <laughs> they've been around for a while, and, you know, they built their way up. There. They not literally only, built their way up. Not only that, but yeah. it goes back to, like, my previous point when I was saying, uh, it's really about, like, the passion you have for it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, these are people that literally have a brand that, they have fashion designers behind people that sketch people that yeah, yeah. you know a whole team a whole team make prototypes everything mm-hmm. and it's like no disrespect to some people but some people like we said earlier slap the image on the shirt yeah. and here you go and the they, shirt is like not even stream. good quality yeah the valley stream like <laughs> i'm not good disrespect valley stream i live nearby there I ain't gonna <laughs> it, it, it's the best analogy i got right now <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah like i was saying though it's just like i feel like if you have good quality like it's like talent like people say talent speaks for itself yeah, i feel like if you have good quality on your products and services people are always gonna reach out despite whatever it is that you're doing like yeah. despite your prices stuff like that I agree. I agree like uh for example um it's called ken apparel i don't know if you heard about it but I never it's, heard of it. it's uh it's this is this woman she was on shark tank and she makes uh satin put that in yeah she makes uh satin hoodies mm-hmm. and like uh bonnets and blankets and mm. stuff like that yeah i actually i actually just called up the shark tank a little bit a little bit more they be having some creative ideas i'm not gonna her lie. stuff is amazing i'm not gonna lie her material is amazing and i bought a hoodie and i was just like yeah i need more a screenshot and screenshot and the prices are pretty good i'm not mm. gonna lie prices are pretty good because it's like i'm not gonna lie i bought uh other satin hoodies from other brands and i was just like I'm paying basically the same price yeah but her quality was top notch yeah, i'm top gonna notch, i'm yeah. gonna rock with her all the time you know, when it comes to me wanting to, like, purchase, like, anything satin mm. and stuff like that. And but so- other brands, it's like, because I bought multiple, I'm not going to lie. Well, the other ones, it's just like, mm. I didn't feel like it was worth the money. Yeah, I mean, like it was worth you the know, money. You and know, then, and then that's where it comes into where it's just like, you know, you know, no disrespect to those brands, but it's just like, those owners would just come to me and just be like, oh, well, you'll go, go, like, you'll go buy a... yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that debate again, you'll go buy a Dior hoodie, but you're not going to buy yeah. mine. It's just like, well... Dior's quality, if I touch it, it feels very soft. It feels very comfortable. This feels like, you know, cardboard. Like, nah, let, <laughs> you know, but the, um, the shout, out to, shout out to her, though. I, yeah. I don't know her name. But I just screenshot her. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, like her, her fabric is definitely yeah. elite. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I like I like any new brand that people talk about. Like, I'm either going to ask you, like, where you got that and stuff like that. So. You never seen this? No, I've never seen it. Rock, um, Roosevelt Field. Oh, yeah. Actually, I, I know they opened a Grey Acres, so I'm not going to lie. Valley Street. Valley Street. Nah. 
So it's no, just I rock um, with them though. Shout when, out to them too. If I don't like, I notice if I don't really like a certain quality, if if you know, if it's my people or whatever, like thank God I'm African or whatever. So my mom just be giving clothes overseas and stuff like that. So I just be <laughs> throwing it in that pile. Like, they throw that in the doom. Yeah, just and let it let it deal with that. Because I don't, if, especially if I don't see myself wearing it. I like once the like I do I do a couple of things. If it doesn't look good aesthetically on me, it's probably not. Because you know they're not they're nine times out of ten they're not taking that product back. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't really take that product back, so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna either sell it, which I sometimes I know how to sell these clothes, which is even more insane. That's how I know I'm a reseller by heart mm-hmm. because I know how to sell like the clothes they sell to me, which is insane to me. But um, I just, um, if it doesn't look good aesthetically pleasing, and if it's, the quality is not what I expected it to be, I just like just give it away because not. And this is what I also do sometimes. One time I gave it away and I asked them to tag that brand. And they was like, "Oh, how did you cop this? Somebody gave it to me." And I said, "Don't, don't tell you, don't tell, don't tell them who got who gave it to you." Mm-hmm. And it gave them still a customer. It, st- it gave them still an outreach. And I thought it was so genius. And they, to this day, they don't know who it is. And I'm like, just gonna keep it like that. So yeah, because I would say for me personally, like a lot of the brands that I rock, I don't even know the owners or I don't even know where they mm-hmm. came from. They just pop up on like Instagram, like Facebook stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. just like, this is fire. I look at it, I check it out. And I'll buy it, you know, if I like it. But yeah. yeah, I say like, you know, it's really just it's really just about what's like appealing to the customer. Right. Like I feel like and I'm 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 uh, referencing like black owned businesses, by the way. I feel like a lot of the time you can't just force it on your friends and family just yeah, because you can't you can't you want that immediate support. I yeah. feel like, you know, pure talent Bro. is you it's you're you're your pure talent, well, I can't speak. Your pure talent is gonna like bring in. Yeah, it's gonna bring in the customer. customers that you're looking for. Bro, you you want to get to the um. I figure who said this. You want to always, you want to work enough to the point where when you walk into a room, you people already know who you are. Mm-hmm. And I I brand like I said, I branded myself. Oh, I never really said it, but I never. I work enough to the point where. I don't have to market myself all the time. People mm-hmm. are doing it for me. The moment I even talk about it, that's true. I literally. Every day I get mentions about who has P5s, who has Apple products, who knows how to do this. They, they, and they literally mention me. I don't even have to post anything anymore. Nope. And if I do, tag. it's just because I need to, you know, make, you know, just, just to post it. And so. when he does, he gets like a thousand plus shares. Yeah, a thousand say, plus shares. I, I've seen it. So it's just like, yeah. Sometimes it's also making a, a popular status. And then, you know, mm-hmm. after if, you know, people really like it, then I just add my link into it. And people still <laughs> come to me. Like I've had... I've almost, I've actually almost sold to 50 states. I have like five more states to go because I've done that, that, that tactic before that I just told you. So, and that's been killing me because I had this goal for like, like a year now and I've literally only, only have five more to go. So it's it's, crazy because it's like, you would even think, you know, people in 50 states. Yeah. Yeah. Like even me, it's like, I buy brands from states that I I never even stepped foot on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and how would that, they they probably would never think, you know, I mean. We're yeah. in New York, so obviously they probably do, but yeah. they'll never think somebody cross country is gonna mm. come buy their stuff. Yeah, I just want people to stop complaining about the support. Like, bro, it's gonna come if you just work, man. Just consistency pays. Like, nobody can ever convince me consistency does not pay. If it pays in the gym, if it pays with your uh, mind, if it pays with like schoolwork, it pays in business too. So it really doesn't make sense why we sit here and talk about big brands like they didn't work in a warehouse to begin with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, like every time I see that Amazon picture of uh, Jeff Bezos, yeah. he was like in his like uh, original office, mm-hmm. and people use that as like their motivation and stuff like that. <laughs> just like you gotta start here yeah, to you get to where he's at. Get there, yeah. You know, a lot of people they just think it's 
Jeff Bezos is up here already. You know, and it's like, no, you always got to start from somewhere. And hopefully down the line, if you're consistent and, you know, you market well enough, you're going to be, you know, the next Jeff Bezos, uh, Mark Cuban. Um, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. You know, people like that. So I mess with Mark. Not even going to lie. Son, he do Shark Tank, host, got the Dallas Mavericks on. Like, come on. Son, is smart. Son, he smart. is. Like, I was watching, a, like, it was like one of those, like, Instagram reels on, like, Bleach Report. Mm-hmm. And... The interviewer, she asked him, you know, do players come up to you with ideas? He was like, all the time. All the time? All the time. <laughs> well, I would expect that. Like, I would expect that. I was like, hell yeah. I was like, shit, even me as yeah. a fan, I, you know, excuse my language, but even me as a fan, I just walk by, like, hey, Mark, I got this idea. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? You know, I actually had a, a good, now that, I, now that you brought that, I actually have a question. Like, if, um, you know, being as what business been and everything like mm-hmm. that, if, um, if a millionaire or a billionaire or a quote-unquote investor, you met up with an investor and you had an idea to propose to them, what would it be? I know. I Somebody asked you that I and I could not answer ask, that. It took me a minute to I answer that. you were going to ask me that. Actually, I was funny. I think I was probably going to ask that. Uh-huh. I mean, right now, I don't really, I mean, if anything. If, if you want to keep it under wraps, you could do that too. It'll probably be to back this podcast mm-hmm. because I feel like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I, don't, I haven't seen anybody do something that we're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I know um, the only podcast I could say that's pretty similar would be like Earn Your Leisure, but mm-hmm. they're more so uh, financial liter- yeah. literacy. Like I would say strictly. Yeah, we're that, covering so. like other things and everything. Yeah, like we're like we're yeah, we're um, we're more of a, I would say, exposure platform. Yeah. Exposure. Whereas them, they're more of an educational platform. Mm-hmm. And um Actually, like no, actually, um, they they gave me a little advice one time. Actually, this mm-hmm. was like a while back. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I would say mainly like I would just give them this project because I feel like mm-hmm. uh, what we're doing, like I said, from my knowledge at least, I feel like we're the first ones doing it. And I feel like this is something that could go a long way. Like somewhere down the line, you never know. We might have Sony, Amazon, yeah, like you know, yeah, Ivy, reach out, yeah, Oracle, reach out, like, literally. Huge companies wanting con- to. It literally is just work consistency. With us it literally for, is just consistency. You know, anything really. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's really what it'd be. Off the top of my head, though, like if I had to do like. Remember, you don't have to share so people don't steal your idea. No, it's not even that. It's just uh-huh. off the top of my head, if I had to think, um, that's something I would really have to really sit down and think mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like for me, it's cliche to say, but I'm more of the look at what everyone else is doing and do the opposite type of person. Oh, so, that's nice. That's, that's actually good advice, actually. That's kind of how, I, I mean, that's how we got here. That's how we got here. But, uh, yeah, that's that one stopped me there, not gonna lie. I feel like for mm-hmm. me, though, uh, one thing I always wanted to do personally, though, like I knew if I was like ever rich, mm-hmm. was I wanted to open up my own recording label. Because I feel like everybody says I have, a, I have an ear for it when it comes to like, yeah. music and stuff ear like for that. A&R, yeah. Like everybody says, you know, I'm that guy when it comes to music. Uh-huh. People always ask me, oh, like, who's a new artist to listen to? Like what? Like how? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, listen, I, 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 lo- I love like what's going on in, in the scene, but I can't advocate for Joe music right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I listen to it a lot, but me personally, it's, yeah. just, it's just not like where they the money's at. Though. They're talented, yeah, but it's just not what the money is long term, mm-hmm. to be honest. But um, yeah, that's honestly something I wanted to do. But damn, that's that's a tough question because it really it's makes a- me want to think like, what's something that needs to be done in the world? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I would probably it's, start it's my. It's a tough question. It's my, a tough question. My brainstorming. Mm-hmm. Like I know when I like when somebody asks me that question, I literally could not answer that for like 
I actually st- still struggle to figure it out because every time I have an idea, it's not innovative the way I want it to be. So I'd be like, nah, it's not going to mm. work. And the one idea I did come up with is like, um, you know, New York City, we struggle to find parking. So an app that locates parking spaces. That would be That's fire. the thing, though. That would be fire. In real time, that's kind of tough. It's kind of. I know there's. I know there's apps tough. like that already, but yeah, it's kind of tough. In real time, it's tough. Yeah, it's kind of tough. But like I thought about that. I feel like I've heard that idea thousands of times as uh-huh. well. To be honest, I thought about myself too, yeah. and I thought I was smart for it. Then I heard yeah. ten other people, ten thousand other people say like, yeah. But in real time, that's really the that's only thing I would say. The, that's the, tough the hard too. stuff come because the, I thought about that how real time could work because you know Google Maps has like a satellite thing now. And it has like real time. No, there's like a real time function on it. Mm. But the amount of of uh, it's not just money. It was something else I was reading about about it. Like, how can that be done? It's that's a big that's a big, big, big thing because you have to like it's like a satellite telecommunications thing and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, this is more complicated than I thought. Mm. So but that's where the investors come in, because I'm not spending that money, you know. (laughs) Yes. Back us. Help us out. Yeah. yeah. Please do. <laughs> if you're working at this video, please do. They will. And you will get a free feature with us. Please. Free So. Nah. But I would say one thing, though. Uh, I would say if an investor came up to me and asked me, like, what did I have in mind? I would ask them, what do they have in mind? Mm, that's a good one. Or if, if they didn't want to share, I'd at least ask them, how do they go about their thought process in terms of, like, what they look to invest into and things like that. So the, now the ultimate question, $500,000 or a dinner with Jay-Z? <laughs> Yo, you know how many people were justifying the Jay-Z one, bro? I'm taking that 500 k because if I sat at that table and Jay-Z says, damn, bro, I would have took the 500 k Yeah. Like, I mean, I understand where you're going because technically your two questions kind of are linked with each other because mm-hmm. Jay-Z's a billionaire, obviously. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah. Dinner with him is him just randomly asking you, you know, what would you start up as a business? Yeah. Or what do you think I should invest in if, you know, I was to just give you a billion, a million, however many. And I also feel Jay wouldn't really sit down with anyone. So if you got a dinner with Jay-Z, like, I think you got to be special. You got to be special. So (laughs) got to be doing something, man. And half of the time you... Half of the time, like, I just caught on to the whole, um, when, as a business owner, sometimes, like, if you want to network with other business owners, you take them out to, like, eat, like, lunch mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was explaining this to somebody. I put you on to that. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. did. Actually, yeah. you did. Yeah, it actually, was. you did. And then, um, it's <laughs> funny like, because, well, one like, a, yeah. a shout out, shout out to, um, Ms. Bella Bomb or whatever, because we did, like, um, we did, like, a, a workshop together, like, not, not for too crazy, like, we went out to, uh, Mexico or whatever, and that's, she said this, like, her safe space to, like, get done work and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it took me to be there, and I'm like, yo, you, you dead said that. Like, you dead said that. Yep. So, and I remember I was telling someone, like, I remember I was, like, I did a, a posted video over people was like, oh, this is your new girl now. And I'm like, bro, what does that have to do with anything? We're, we're going no, out I'm to eat for, as I'm business here, owners, you know? I'm here for the dinner write-off. Yeah, <laughs> literally. So like, I think yeah, it's really here. cool that, like, it's a, I know it's a joke, like, but it's still a legit question. Like, I actually started off as a legit question. What am I saying? So, like, a dinner with Jay-Z, I feel like it's not that I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. I don't think it's not that bad to rule off the table. That's just no, me. it's not, it's not. But you gotta really be prepared. Like five hundred thousand dollars in this yeah. time. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> That's gonna be the most expensive dinner you eat, though. Yeah, literally. Never know. 
And if Jay Z's covering that dinner, I want to know who's covering that dinner because I don't think I'm covering that dinner. <laughs> yeah. So, is there, are there any uh, last second things, any comments, any advice you want to give out there for anybody that's trying to one just start up a business or mm-hmm. two, well, specifically get into your industry? I should say. I would say okay. Or so, ask, yeah. I definitely. So I can answer. I can answer both of these questions. Let me just answer. Both well, it's one question, but you okay. know what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm a, however you want to answer. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna break it down a little bit. So I say, if you're gonna start something, learn the structure. Have a okay. So first, have a plan. That's one. Mm-hmm. Dedicate time to doing it too. Like, don't half like half-ass that. Please do not half-ass that because it's gonna it's gonna reflect everything else and determine whether you see yourself doing it long-term or short-term. Because if you don't know that, if you don't know that answer, you're going to the passion is gonna lose like quickly. And if passion goes, the consistency is supposed to bring it back. That's what's supposed to happen. And um, I would say um, whether or not like you see yourself not just doing it for a long time, whether or not you see like did you see it being a uh, a popular product to people or people want to know about and people can identify you with that like that's what this person does and you could be happy to say that's what you do and if you can't be happy to say that's what you do then that business is not for you that's what i say as far as reselling goes you could obviously learn you come to learn more about it with me but what i personally say is any product stock especially in the age of stock x Stock X gives you a market value for that item and Discord also helps too. But you want to understand if you're going to start reselling, learn the product that is hot and what's not and then advertise it accordingly. And then before you advertise, do the research on that product because a lot of people want to resell and resell is pretty it's pretty simple. But you could really turn it into a good side hustle if you actually do the appropriate steps, which is researching, planning, and then it's instant three simple steps, researching, planning, and then it's executing. That's if you want to define it like that. And then the fourth step it could be consistency because, you know, believe it or not, when you resell to people, you can actually network with a bunch of different people. Like I got a, a celebrity connect because of reselling, mm-hmm. you know, like shout out to um Wow, like even shout out to like Holly TV. Like I think, like I really like that guy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So funny. I see him at parties too. Like yeah, he's really, 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 really cool. Like, and I really like how people can recognize me for that. And some of my one of my other mans like got me hooked up with somebody else. So it's just it's just pretty pretty cool to see that. It's really really cool to see that. Oh my god, oh my god, I really really love reselling. Sometimes wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So. Yeah, reselling is, is it's a good side hustle. I personally, if someone actually, somebody actually asked me this recently, can reselling be a career? I was like, that is something I don't know how to answer correctly. I would say so. I said, yeah. I, it's crazy because I was, it's like I was kind of going to ask you, but I was, but I was probably going to ask you off air probably. Like, yeah. Um, I was going to ask, like, how do you feel about like stores that resell? Yeah. Or like, or like, like, like how you said StockX and yeah. businesses like so, that. Yeah, so like. I say let's take Lace Up for example, Lace Up Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, I know that's uh, um since that's not too far from here and everything. Well, they're like everywhere, that. and everywhere. Yeah, and there's stores like clientele. So I actually like stores that exist like that. Mm-hmm. But just keep in mind that um you know cost it goes a lot to you know you know storefronts and everything like that have you a lot of responsibilities. So yes, reselling can be a career. Personally, I don't really think I want it to be my career. That's just my thing. I just want it to be something I can do easily, like at the drop of a hat, you know. Mm. But reselling is cool. I think it could be a good career if you actually take it seriously. And remember, everything is worth reselling. Wow. Somebody said that to me. Everything, anything is worth reselling, which is insane. But it's the truth, though. Like when you think about 
Well, I said this in the beginning, like everything is practically reselling, so everything is worth anything is worth reselling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's, it could be a career. I don't know if I see of myself as a career, but I can give you the basics, the fundamentals, and what's hot, what's not. So and net, but networking is where it's gonna really. I feel like networking is the best part of reselling because sometimes you can network with a supplier that can give you the stuff for a cheap, cheap, cheap price. And that means the maximum profit is gain, 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 gain. Mm-hmm. And it's big yeah. gains. And you, you ever seen that show? What, what is it? Ed, Ed and Eddie? Mm-hmm. I, I forget who. I forget. It, I know it's the short one. The short one. It's Ed, Ed, Ed right? right? All I see is yeah, cha-ching Ed. when a supplier gives me a good price because I know how much I he can sell He went crazy for those quarters cha-ching. with the gumballs. He be eating jawbreakers <laughs> and stuff like that. That's what so, was, yeah. All I see you is a bunch of 25 quarters, cents man. just in the air. 25, 25 <laughs> cents, 25 cents. So, so yeah, that's literally yeah, how yeah. I look at reselling every time. That's hustler right there. Yeah, that's the guy. He always had a way to make money. You got to move like him, yeah. but you also got to move like Julius Rock. That's right. Everybody that's hates right. Chris. Right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Cheap. Cheap. Jason <laughs> Pitts. Like, you know. That, that, what, what do you be like? That's that's 12 cents worth of toothpaste. Like, what, bro? <laughs> like, move away, bro. <laughs> And God bless the, uh, what is it, 25 cent worth of chips? Because, you know, back in the day, we used to have 25 cent chips yeah. and stuff like that. that 25 cent Hearing chips. him in, this, in that era would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Inflation would have, mm, it took him out. Yeah, ga- oh, yeah. <laughs> if he hears about these gas prices, oh, my God. Oh, my. It's actually going down now, so I'm not mad at it. But yeah. As far as, as last comments is concerned, I just, that's pretty much consistency pays. Like, that's always my greatest advice. And be better than you were yesterday. That's I love that quote so much. So I always tell that to people, be better than you were yesterday. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely say for me, I would definitely say research your industry that you want to get into mm-hmm. and kind of treat it the same way I mean for the people who went to college, like treat, treat it the same way like you made your college decision, right? In terms right. of your major and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like what were you good at? You know, if you're a math guy, like do you want to get into like physics? Do you want to get into finance? Do you want to get into things like that? If you're a mm-hmm. science person, do you want to get into biology? Mm-hmm. Treat it the same way like that. You know, if I could draw, do I want to start doing art? Do I want mm-hmm. to start doing clothing? Stuff like that, you know, yeah. so uh, definitely do your research. Know your know yourself. Um, I would also say do it. Yeah, do your due diligence. I spoke to like maybe 20 people about this podcast, <laughs> right? And um, everybody just told me straight up, just do it. Just straight away. That yeah. was that was like to sum it all up. That's yeah. that's what they all yeah, said. Yeah, that's what they all so said, you know, yeah. definitely uh, want to just just give it a try, mm-hmm. go all in. And it's crazy because at the time that um, I was brainstorming this podcast, everything was just screaming to do it. Like I was seeing posts on social media that were just about taking risk. Yeah, the universe reminds me. The music you I was like listening that. to, taking risk. Yeah. Um, Interviews I was watching, podcasts I was watching, everybody's talking about taking risks. So mm-hmm. it's all about just taking risks and just doing it. Your, your universe has a, a good way of reminding you of something that's on your mind and just telling you, like, there's something in your ear, like, oh, what is Randy Orton theme song? Like, I have voices in my head. Like, somebody's, like, telling me to, like, <laughs> gotta do the, gotta do it. Do it. Gotta do it. Yeah, gotta do it. Yeah, you know? So it's, like, it's always, He's like, when you think though. of something and it's, like, wow, I just thought about this and now it's on my timeline. Like, I think that's really insane. The law of attraction. That's what mm. it is. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Also, Enforce Good Habits. Yeah. I'm reading a book right now, Atomic Habits. It's a good book. Yes. Yes, that is a good book. It's wow. A very good book. Wow. That is on my iPad, actually. Yeah. So I definitely say, like I said, summarize everything. Wow. Um, know your industry. Know yeah. yourself. Build good habits. Damn, I forgot my own point. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. You it's guys, okay. you guys will catch up. You guys will catch up. You, you got run the point. it back. You got the point. But yeah, so um, definitely shout out 
to Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Podcasting Ooh. Studio. Shout out to the Brooklyn Podcast yes, Studio. Uh, shout out to the Dukes of York for our image right here. Thank you, man. Those my guys. And yeah, shout out to all the supporters. Wow, that was cute. Like the uh, year, the year. <laughs> you're tuned that's in. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. And um, I'll definitely say, you know, shout out to all the future guests we're going to have. We're mm-hmm. going to see what's cooking with them. See, that's why I got the name Listen, from. If you're a talent right. that got <laughs> talent, we're looking for you. Exactly. That's all I got to say. We're here to showcase you. Trust me, we got a list already, so we're scouting. Yeah, we're scouting. We're scouting. Scouting report but is yeah. on hots. But then that, I think we're good here. And if you're not, wait, wait, wait. What, oh. we gotta be the, what, the what's cooking? What's cooking? What you got to say with that one? I mean, what's cooking? Like, I mean, just a quick thing. Like, I literally just got the the phrase just from thinking about um just like just slang in general i was like well what's cooking you know like what's going on like so with businesses i just wanted to see like what's going on with you guys like you got any new things coming out any you know stories you want to tell us like what's cooking you know so that's kind of how i came up with it you yeah, can smell I know, what we're cooking you can yeah, hear what i know he wanted to go with the rock with that one <laughs> you can smell what we're cooking and you can hear what we're cooking. Like sizzle, do, the, sizzle, do, the, sizzle. do the do the do the close up with the the, the eyebrow. <laughs> the I eyebrow, you gotta do the. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time doing that. <laughs> All right, man. It's gonna be on YouTube. So like, comment, subscribe. Nah. Hit the what is it? What do they say? Hit the bell notification. Yeah, hit the, hit the bell do notification. All of that. Subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe and yeah. subscribe. There we go. The what's cooking NYC on everything. That's what we call everything on everything. What's cooking NYC? You gonna see this soon. All right. So everybody, stay blessed. Uh, I mean, it's nighttime right now, so yeah. I guess I should say good night. To all but, and yeah. to oh wait, what they say to all and have a good night <laughs> or something like that. Like, no, nah, I never heard that. Never heard that. Okay, nah. okay. So we're gonna go over <laughs> that. We're gonna go over that. All right, but yeah, we're out.